This is episode 193 of the Andrew Hines Real Estate Investing Podcast. Welcome to episode 193 of the Andrew Hines Real Estate Investing Podcast. Today, I have Mandeep Desi on the show, and Mandeep is an entrepreneur to his core. So today was all about being an entrepreneur and all the things that Mandeep is doing to grow his business. He's uh, obviously a real estate investor. He's a real estate developer. He runs a real estate realtor team, and uh, he's growing that. He has a killer social media presence on TikTok, Instagram, all across the board, uh, and is doing a really well-polished job. This guy hustles, and I love seeing the work ethic. I, I don't have too many people who work as hard as I can tell Mandeep is working on a daily basis. He's always networking, always, always schmoozing. He understands that business is people and people, and uh, that definitely includes real estate. So really enlightening episode. It was great speaking with him. He uh, told me that being on this podcast was on his vision board for two years and uh, he's finally uh, been able to make it happen. So it was great having him on the show and I'm pretty sure that you're going to get a lot out of this episode. Before we jump in, as always, I want to ask you to uh, leave a five-star review for this podcast. And if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe and hit that notification bell uh, so that more people can find the show and really appreciate it. And if you're new to real estate investing, as always, I will recommend that you go right back to the beginning and check out those first 20 foundational episodes uh, where we really dug into the nuts and bolts. Uh, it'll definitely help your growth and your speed uh, getting into this game. And without further ado, let's jump into episode 193 with Mandeep Desi. Hello and welcome to the Andrew Hines Real Estate Investing Podcast. I have Mandeep Desi on the show. I think you just drove down from what, Mississauga? Mississauga, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for coming down. Thanks, Andrew, for giving an opportunity. I was, uh, as I was talking before, I was looking for this podcast, I think from two, three years back when you started almost. Yeah, I, yeah. so you're a longtime fan. Yeah, I met you actually when before COVID times, you had those uh, meetups? meetups here, right? I okay, think it we, was the same area. Okay, we met then. Yeah, 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 yeah at the uh, Nickelbrook Brewery probably. Yes, 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 I was there, right? I think after that, you just went pure online, you know, COVID hit and all those things. And yeah, yeah. I haven't got back to them yet. I mean, I do miss doing them. I don't miss the work of setting them up, but I loved uh, I loved getting together with people. It was great. Okay, so. now you're more busy. I know so many you know, yeah. <laughs> things happening for you, Florida, and then... Yeah, I got a baby in the mix. So yeah. I'd say the single biggest change is the baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. You got another investor. That's what I always say, right? <laughs> another investor yeah. yeah i guess i'll be the investor in him mostly but but no he's uh, he's great almost seven months old now oh, so same. by the time this airs he'll be nine months old so okay yeah he's uh he's quite something or oh, yeah great. So it needs energy and all those things i know yeah. do you I, have uh, kids yes i have one son right he's five year old five year old uh, no, so okay. most of the people they know him because he's on the videos with oh, me. he's on your videos yes okay. yeah so <laughs> yeah so uh, Tell me about yourself, because I, I know that you're uh, you're pretty active on social now. Like I see your Instagram feed and you're, you're doing a good job with that. So mm -hmm. uh, tell me a little bit about what you do as an investor and, and what else, else you're into uh, from uh, from a business standpoint. OK, that's enough. So basically, I started my journey when we came here as an investor and then we uh, transitioned to real estate. Right now, it's more of an investor, real estate team and into yeah. land development. That's what uh, we are focused on. So you do so, land development? Yes, yeah, we do that because I'm a licensed vendor builder. So uh, in okay. Ontario, so we build, right? So we have projects uh, happening in uh, okay. You're a Tarion builder? Yes. Okay. So small builder, right? So yeah. we're just picking up, right? So that's how it is, right? So this is how it all started. The day I came, I was not educated like, you know, about yeah. investments and all those things. 
uh on the day uh, when we came here the only good decision we took was we didn't go for any debts that was uh, like no car loans at that time yeah. there was no uber and all those things yeah. so I'm, i'm we are not that old to the country right so we just uh, immigrated uh, from india so yeah. uh, when we came here the only thing was i want to have a home right so let's okay. have a home and then just settle down but i bought a home okay no debts and all those things easy to qualify and all those things but then we thought why not rent it out because like we were yeah. just growing family we can i was uh, living in a basement it was around 600 dollars okay i thought i can rent out my uh, home yeah. and i can cash flow it's not a cash flow at least it's like self sustaining yeah. i don't need a big space it was a big home actually right so uh, around 3000 plus and all those things right okay. ravine walk out all those options it was a dream home as all the first time members think about and then okay i rented it out we moved to vancouver i didn't like you know uh, gta much it's just a lot of snow and all those things right we bought another home there and now again yeah. we rented it out again the same story and then we thought it's like a slow right it's not happening for us we came all the way from india and all those things with the backpacks and then it's very yeah. slow for us the economy and the culture and all those yeah. things now that's what i always say if somebody have had the drink yeah. water from toronto they will yeah. always come back to toronto right <laughs> so really <laughs> <laughs> so we then moved back here uh, so fortunately we had that home and then we didn't sell it off and the price is like skyrocketed obviously every yeah. year you saw like 15 16 17 like 2017 the like prices yeah. were you no know, spike so that's when you came back to toronto in yes, 2017 right okay did so. you keep the property you had in, in vancouver yes yeah so we had that right so see our strategy is always buy 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 right so not yeah. sell it unless you can afford it right so is it just like you and your wife that you're talking when you say our or do you have other business partners that you invest yes, with yes me and my wife right yeah. so we yeah. we had that property but like what we found is down the line it's hard to manage from so far uh, like uh, yeah. when you are like different and it's 5 hours away so that was a challenging for us and then uh, our analysis was properties obviously vancouver is hard too but our properties grew more in toronto comparatively mm-hmm. to and as compared to vancouver maybe it's yeah. a location all those things sure and then we sell it off and then what we focused primarily on a gta real estate market and then i know you are in london real estate then uh, mm-hmm. all of a sudden london was very hot one personal rule at that time you yeah. know university you know college uh, so we uh, we bought uh, three properties there uh, close to university and then uh, fancha obviously like uh, those were like around 200000 at that time And really? like, yeah so and like cash flow is like 4000 you know right student rentals <laughs> <laughs> so you know the magic right i think you yeah. went from that steps obviously and then i did like lot of hands on stuff that given a mean opportunity do those re, uh, construction work doing the renovations you know student rentals yeah. always have some problems and then at that stage we were not like we cannot afford those contracts coming in to do the minor you know cosmetic stuffs we were always driving there me and my wife right we were coming late mm-hmm. now at 12 or 1 driving back to gta because that was a yeah. thing right and then this is how it started it was cash so you were hands on with the london stuff and everything yes. yeah same story as you right <laughs> i have heard your story same thing right yeah i just say yeah you got so much going on yeah, right so, so you're you're a realtor as well right yeah so then it happens i like uh, when you work with an uh, ec when you're an investor you always need deals Mm-hmm. and you work with real estate agents right but what my experience was when you work with real estate agents they just focus okay andrew is going to do one deal and that's it and say bye bye to him mm-hmm. so their quality of service was missing because as an investor you always need a deal flow coming in right so you're always yeah. active it's not like one deal you're done so then i thought okay these guys are not doing the way it should have been and i can do better yeah. than them so that i said okay let, let me get a license and then i'll do for myself 
okay i don't want to serve anyone but if i am able to do myself on the scale i'll yeah. do good but then what happens like you know somebody came okay you are doing real estate also why don't you help us like friends yeah. and family and then this is all this sure uh, they're going to use a realtor anyway they might as well use you like this is why I, like i've so long thought about it you know do i get the license don't yeah. i get the license <laughs> huge lost opportunity not uh-huh. uh just because you know so many people would would want to do business just based, like based on being of like mind mm-hmm. you know what i mean we think the same about real estate especially people who listen to this podcast a lot of them you know kind of see things similar yeah, it's numbers or, right yeah. numbers yeah game. similar right like so it's a yeah approach wise is definitely something I've, I've given a lot of thought to how long have you been a realtor uh, it's like two years plus right two years yeah, okay. so then uh this happened right and then about real estate i was always focused about build also because i had a build background back in india building so, background yeah okay. so we use but it's to, entirely different here like how you build yeah things. it's totally different and yeah. then that's why what yeah. i felt from my experience you need deep pocket share yeah so uh, when i we did the analysis right even the development charges is like 120000 for a unit right. itself it's like in, so in much Toronto? ad yeah mm-hmm. and so stupid and <laughs> hst right so many things yeah. and then government is saying they need affordability and the people are saying why builders are charging that much yeah. but there are so many factors about that it takes years to yeah. make those you know site ready for build yeah and then there is like tarion a tarion fees right then so you can relate e- it right it's to so that. much easier in florida man like yeah, yeah. <laughs> the build there like no no assessing sales tax at the end okay um no tarry on like the general contractor provides you know warranty oh, they, they, okay, warranty, okay. Uh, it's the same seven years or ten years no it's like a one year oh that's something it like that they're heavily regulated down there but for some reason i mean maybe if i was selling them i don't know but i mean actually no like i could just turn around and sell it when i'm done and and no warranty beyond what the the uh, general contractor provides oh. it's just mm-hmm. it's just a much better place to do business uh you know uh, unfortunately that's the truth i mean there's a lot of great things about around here but uh building houses is not uh friendly for the builders and and for the customers right because like you said like mm-hmm. people want a cheap price but we're not making massive margins if we're if we're mm-hmm. selling them at market price yes yeah so that's so many yeah. things and then they say like the build quality is not that at par right the builder mm-hmm. quality is cheap see end of the day everybody is there to make money right yeah, and then gotta, so yeah. if the margins are this much yeah. obviously the product quality will be also like that so how long have you been a terion builder Tarion, I took in 2019. Before real estate, even I was like Tarion builder. Yeah, so you, you took the Tarion, yeah. And then what kind of stuff are you building? So we are doing uh, uh, semi-detach and uh, detach in okay. Brampton. So so, that's, so uh, on split lot lines. So a semi-detached on two, like basically two lots. Two lots. The lot right. line. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we have let's say a 13-unit pro- uh, project already sold out. Underground services are happening, so we are on the foundation. And so you're building a 13-unit and yes. condoing it and selling. No, them? no, no, condo. Right. So these are like semi-detached, like. individual oh, units okay so um so not condo but they're all individually freehold, saleable right? freehold yeah. yeah okay semis and uh, yeah. detached right so and it took long right it's like we started in 19 the land was there right so yeah. it's still it's in so the, you acquired the land in 19 yes was it already site plan approved yes it was so you just came in decided I'll build it yes yeah so it, otherwise those guys took and that's when you got your license <laughs> yeah so and those guys were like 2013 right they yeah. took the land and it took so many years for them to do it's that it's an entirely different job. Yeah. I don't know I don't like when people conflate development with building. Very different skills, very different process. If you made the money in the development, sometimes it's best to just realize you're not best at building and and hand it off. Mm-hmm. One thing I say and will repeat is that for some reason every developer wants to squeeze every last dime out of 
the possible profit, right? Mm. If you ask them what they want, they always want a number that's like, okay, so you don't want me to make money. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's uh, that's all it is. But right? that you know, that's where the negotiation starts. Obviously, they're going to start at their top line, and, and then you negotiate. Now, the market we're in, you probably can negotiate a bit better. Yes, yes, yeah. but still, I think uh, if you talk about pre-con, still hot. So because the prices are still high, yeah. definitely on the land, you can get uh, deals now in uh, today's market. Yeah. Well, a lot of, uh, I've been hearing this, is that a lot of builders are uh, not starting new projects and they're just pausing for, for now, mm -hmm. which is going to be great for me in building because I'm going to be able to get the trades coming over and looking <laughs> for work. But, uh, you know, like that's going to be that's going to create a little bit of even more of an issue with supply supply right because yeah, now definitely. we already don't have enough supply so yeah mm -hmm. i mean a lot of like i've been saying this a lot of people think the sky is going to fall with the real estate well our supply issue is still there mm -hmm. so yes it's more expensive and that is going to have an effect but there are competing forces definitely so where things where things fall is the one will you know that's just a gamble we're just going to have to find out but uh you don't want to speculate on your real estate that's yeah. why it's fundamentals are obviously so yeah, important no, so are you you're still looking for projects now Definitely. So we have another one. We are like it's a, a ten-story building. Now mm -hmm. we are definitely going into you know high-rise thing, right? Yeah. Obviously, the scalability is not there. You know, horizontally, you can't scale that much. It's better to do the high-rise. So it's another project. That you're gonna build a high-rise? Yeah. So wow, are, nothing intimidates you, huh? <laughs> like you're gonna build it yourself? Yeah. So we are already. And it's all concrete, concrete form. No, no, it's not for build. Now we are doing a development also for that. It's oh, so like, you're gonna develop yeah, we're it? We're still doing a land assembly. Okay. So right now it's a development phase. We are in the studies yeah. phase and all those things, right? You know oh, those yeah, plan yeah, studies, yeah. you know, site plan or draft plan approval, noise, okay. traffic. So are you see, from from a builder's standpoint? That's one thing that I've just shied away from, like doing any like any discussion of high rise concrete construction of like an eight eight story building. Like yeah, give me stick frame all day long. Um, not that it would be that hard. I don't think I just never done it. So are you planning to build it yourself? Yes, that's a plan. And then the plan is even we are thinking to buy and hold that one. So we yeah. might do a pre-sales, but we are thinking more of it's like an asset. Mm -hmm. so consider tourist rates and market perspective of interest rate, rentals are too hot because of immigrants, because of demand and supply that we discussed. Yeah. And right now what we are facing for our clients, it's multiple offers in rental. Yeah. So that's, that's what we were thinking is like more of a generational wealth. Yeah. We might sell off some couple of the floors out of it, right? but that's that's what uh, we are thinking of, just retaining it. Well, if you don't if you don't sell any of it, then you don't actually have to run the condo corp. Like you can just basically run it like a multifamily. You still get the con condo status, but mm -hmm. then and then it would just be when you want to turn it over and sell it sell, sell it, it out. Then you start the condo corporation mm -hmm. and you know the condo fees and all that. So, I, I mean, I, I think. I think your options are open there. You'll just have to figure out what, what works best. But have you have you run the numbers to find out if there would be cash flow based on today's uh, rental rates, today's build costs for that? So we haven't done that analysis. Like it's like a parcel. and So plus, still just a parcel. You yeah, don't parcel. Have, you don't we're just doing the rezoning. So you part. own the parcel. You're yes. rezoning it. What do you have in mind though? Like how many units of density are you trying so to get? So it's like 10 story. We had a pre-consultation done with the city. Yeah, it's like seventy-two units, and the they're best, okay with that. Yeah, yeah. The best part is, city is very supportive. Yeah, and it's to our surprise, city of Mississauga. No, never here, right? It's in Niagara Falls, right? Niagara Falls. Yeah. Okay, yeah, they're so, they're much more interested. Yes, in, yeah, and they always saying, okay, come, right, build for us. So that's when we thought, okay, this is interesting. We were struggling here in the GTA market. It's really hard to scale. Yeah, right? they're a little bit more open for business down yeah, there. Yeah, so that's uh, and then the rentals are still hot. Mm -hmm. So because it's just close to the lake. Niagara oh, yeah. Lake, right? So that's the uh, people want maybe Airbnb or 
long term mm-hmm. rentals or retirement people they want to move in so that's what our strategy is we had the pre con done right now we they have given other studies yeah. with you no know, tree you no know, topographic you no know, traffic yeah. noise shadow all those things so we are into that yeah. phase for that so going back to your your 13 unit it's 13 yes, unit yes. right um what did what did you end up buying that parcel for so that was for 3.4 mil right okay and that one was in mississauga no it's in brampton brampton okay yes, yeah. um okay so 3.4 million to buy and then what did you get into for carrying cost and construction over the course of of that so that's a, a good one right what the point is we put try to put as much as money from our pockets right so, so you didn't borrow much yeah so we had so right now we had it because it's in an underground for a service phase and there was a uh, underground service fee obviously yeah. soft cost yeah. city have their fees like let's say 400000 as a reserve yeah. for the underground service itself and there was a tarion component of it right yeah yeah so we were able to like right now underground service are uh, there right so the we bought for the construction loan so uh, for the building the underground services plus the whole foundation until the superstructure So what uh, basically it's all construction costs is like soft cost still we are covering. Oh you see so you're not yeah you're not done yet. You're yeah. you're just you're early on in this so you're you're just servicing the yes, building. Yes, yes, service. So right. you paid the deposit to the city? The yes. of Brampton yeah, yeah, 400 so, grand? Yes, 400. See? Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And then and if you Terry on wanted it how much? Terry on was like 20 per unit, 20,000 is like 260. Yeah. So not cheap, man. <laughs> But you get you get all that back, right? But no, no, the Terry on Let's just assume you get it all back. Yeah, but it's like three to four years timeline. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's a long time. Still, your the point is mm-hmm. the scalability is not there. Your cash is stuck. The cash gets stuck. Yeah, yes. So you're funding all that cash, but you did get a construction loan. Yes, construction loan is there because we started with underground services already yeah. there and the foundation. So, so you've it's already like, drawn on your construction loan. Yeah, we've drawn loan. right. So yeah. that's how it happens. So that's okay. already there. So still, it's a soft cost. It's yeah. from our pocket. Hard cost. I would say around uh, uh, our anticipation is around four million. Four million for the hard cost actually. So yeah. Okay, so four million, and then like soft costs and interest. Like you're figuring how much? Like yeah, interest maybe right, like uh, maybe you know three hundred thousand, maybe about that. Yeah, including all your soft costs, everything. Yeah, soft. Yeah. Uh, so the soft cost is like around. Let's see, this four hundred thousand and the DCs, right? No, softer is more. It's like one twenty per unit uh, for oh, the yeah. for the DC. And then oh yeah, uh, so so that's plus uh, so one one twenty into like thirteen, uh, right? So you can. Uh, that's insane. One one point five actually. How could they justify charging that See, much? That's that's how the city is yeah. making money out of it. <laughs> so you're you're like 1.86 on soft costs, interest in 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 soft costs. Yes. Uh, 400,000 or 4 million to build it, 3.4 to buy it. So you're into about 9.26 million ish. Yes, and then what we say is like there's a consistent uh, contingency for that, right? It's like yeah. the, uh, maybe have around uh, 10%. Out of right. It. Yeah, okay. So like you're figuring one million more of that because you know prices are yeah. fluctuating, and uh, we were doing underground service. There was another pipe that city have asked to replace. It cost twenty thousand for that. Okay. So the so so you know you know right. So it's happening. So many yeah. things happen behind the scene. So it's like uh, yeah. So so like let's say ten ten million. 10.2 and then what are you figuring per unit you're selling them or you've already pre-sold? No, it's already sold so it's like sold for uh, 15 million like the whole project. 15? Yeah, 15. Yeah. But in the 10 million I would say there will be a real estate fees, right? Yeah. And there will be you know marketing yeah. plus there will be HST component of it. Right, yeah, you're going to have to assess the HST. So you, yeah. so all the numbers you gave me those are net of HST. HST is on top of those numbers. No, it's it's in a, including it's included. H- yeah. So you get that HST back, right? So, so if, in the 10.2 million, 0.13, 0.13, 0.13, 0.13, 0.13, 0.13, 0.13, 0.13, 0.13, 0.13, 0.13, 0.13, 0.13, 0.13, 0.13, 0.13,
you know you can claim back right but then you have to charge hst at the end so yes yeah, so it's yeah. i think therefore the other people is like 24000 uh yeah. for the clients there's who are, a, yeah, there's yes. a rebate they yeah, get rebate, yeah. right but still we have yeah. to show those cost yeah uh, definitely for uh, logistically mm-hmm. what's the things which we have purchased yeah. uh, price for that so that's mm-hmm. there but on the whole i would say the bay that we have to put the off effort I would say it's like around 20% return. That's what we anticipate. And then yeah. considering like three, four years down the line, I don't think yeah. that's a, a very lucrative compared with the people yeah. have already made 30% more. You saw like what happened in two yeah. years. Maybe it's lost already. Yeah, you have a lot of cash tied up in this. Yes, like yeah. in, the, in these, this is the challenge with these type of investments. Yes. They're so equity heavy mm-hmm. and you can borrow it as debt, but that's scary. Like when you get into some of these uh, these numbers, so you're you're a, a built-in cost of seven hundred and eighty-nine thousand um, per house yes. per unit, and um, yeah, I mean like now you need to make profit on top of that, right? Like yes. that's just your cost. So, yeah. uh, but you've uh, you've obviously got a built-in profit. You figured out what you guys are selling them for, so that's yeah, so looks looks and sounds profitable. Yeah, so that's yeah. how it is. Like, and uh, another way is like you have upgrades option. Okay, so you uh, can sell more on the yeah, upgrades. Yeah, so that's there, right? That's why always people say like, why builder is doing as a basic, right? So they have yeah. to make some money out of it, right? It's a card, right? Lights. Because everybody looks at the sticker price, and that's what gets them in the door. So you mm-hmm. got to keep that really lucrative, uh, like seem like a real good deal. Uh, and then, yeah, of course they're going to come in and say, "What? Well, wait, you're charging for absolutely everything?" <laughs> yeah, so that's you're charging it. for a bank of drawers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, I know, like two hundred dollars for a pot light. So somehow yeah. they have to make their money, you know, all those things, you know. Yeah, yeah, stuff. exactly. And and I think it's a value to the people. Yeah, so that that is how exactly how it how it works. It's all sticker price and same thing with cars. You know, sticker price, and then you get in, and then it's plus this, plus that. Definitely. And then for what I feel is for a normal person, ninety-five percent people, it's really hard to work with the contractors. Especially yeah. when you're buying a new home and then yeah. you're doing the renovations. You got to be ready for yeah, that. So and you, yeah, I agree. You and must you also be, be bu- burned out on, with the contractors, you know, right? So it's like, yeah, it's really like, hard. Thing. I find the ones that I can work with and yeah. I try and work with them. But yeah. even still, like, you, yeah, it's always a balancing, um, you know, game. You're, mm-hmm. you're dealing with people and you, you got to work with them. But uh, there are ways, like I try and treat the people I work with really well and, yes. and we maintain good relationships and, um, try not to uh, beat them up too much on price, and we we work together, give and take, and and it works well. But the thing is, that it takes time to yeah. build that team. Oh, it does. So for a new person, it's really hard. Yeah. Until unless your hands are not burned, you won't. Right. Know. So they're not going to do that. Yeah. yeah. Like so, people are just going to pay the two hundred dollars a pot. Yeah, they're fine, right? Even so though, like, like peace of mind. Yeah. Like cost wise, materials wise, if you got a good contractor, you can do it 75 bucks a pot light, even a touch less, mm-hmm. uh, depending. But I say that number to electricians and they get like offended. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I have the electrician I've worked with, they'll do that for me. But like I say that to others and they're like, yeah, not happening. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's how it is, right? Yeah. yeah that's a good add and then yeah. uh, uh, actually we were talking about the real estate part of it. So that's the development part of it. And then plus we have scaled into a real estate team now. So I was talking yeah, about our journey. Your real estate business. Yeah. yeah. So two years you saw that like the growth in real estate industry. So it was uh, crazy. So everybody was investor. Yeah. I would say no, nobody have to do the numbers. It was just magic mm-hmm. happening. You know, inflation, uh, there's so much uh, money into the system. So yeah. people were buying, buying, and then nobody did the analysis. So real estate was very hot. Yeah. You know, maybe, you know, my uncle, their uncle, everybody took no real estate license even because of that. So a lot of uh, investors. Mm-hmm. So now what is happening, all of a sudden when the things are tightening up, people are struggling. So yeah. so what we have is like within two months itself, we have scaled to a team of 16 members because uh, the people who are working with other brokerages, they yeah. were not getting the service, okay. uh, the mentorship and the training they need. Because let's say Andrew is new to the business, 
I don't know anything about real estate because his uncle did real estate. He went into that. He thought he'll buy his own home and then he he can be a good real estate agent. But you need to understand real estate is a billion dollar real estate industry. Until unless you don't realize how the uh, real estate industry works, you you won't be able to scale it. Mm-hmm. So that's what uh, our industry is lacking as on the real estate part itself. Even you must have worked with the real estate agents and you must have noticed I know better than them. Like sure. you, yeah, so obviously, right? Because yeah. you do your numbers, you have done your constructions, you know better than them. So that's those. Yeah. It's it's not about getting your license. You go to you know Humber College in Ontario or whatever in Canada. Yeah, getting your so, license doesn't mean you're good at your job. Like it's you, the same, like it's you all it's it. all in practice. Yeah. Like I'm so against like really designations, degrees. Like yes. these days, like I have a degree. I got you know I don't have my mortgage license anymore. But <laughs> I mean, though don't they don't make you qualified? Yes, like you make you qualified. Yes, that's that's what it comes down yes, to. So definitely. So training's a big thing. So is it your own brokerage? Yes, it's like we have a team now. You have a team within yeah. a brokerage. Yeah, so team, right? So we yeah, have you don't want to have to run your own brokerage. Yeah, we don't want. Yeah. So, but the uh, interesting part is we went with the yeah. EXP. So okay. in that EXP, you are a broker of record in day one itself. So that's it okay. gives you an edge, right? But you don't have to get, get the hassles of running your office, the support, right? Error yeah. emission, all those things. So that was a plus. And that's why we scaled into that. Now what we have is we have our own training system. We have own our mentorship. Yeah. We have one-on-one, right? And then we provide basically provide people how to do the fishing, right? We teach them how to get the leads. Yeah. Especially uh, on this, I think July. I'm not sure when this be aired. Right, July we had more than hundred agents. We have a networking even, event uh, done for the real estate agent. More than hundred agents came on our event. How wow. to build wealth as a real estate agent? So that's like uh, even people don't know how, how they can. So the, what what I felt is as a real estate agent, people think they have to replace their nine to five job. Yeah. So they treat like a job. You go. Uh, you, you do your deal. You get your commission. That that's it. So that's their mindset. You yeah. need to think beyond that. Right now, let's say we are talking here, you're talking about build or real estate. We are thinking about investment. So you're building your wealth on the long term. What yeah. generational wealth you're doing, what you're doing for your son. This is what the real estate is providing, but people don't realize yeah. it. Until then, that time is already there for retirement. So yeah. we already discussed that. We have another event com- uh, coming in August, or mm-hmm. you can scale on social media. Because a lot of yeah. our work is coming from social media. It's like, you know, the yeah. craziness. That's why we are connected yeah. just because of yeah. it. Yeah, and I just briefly looked like you, you messaged me. I, I guess we had met, but, uh, you know, sometimes those events go by quick. Yes. But, you know, your your, uh, your Insta profile looks nice and, you know, it seems like you're consistent with it. And, um, you know, that's something that I'm gearing back into doing more of is, you know, <laughs> posting more regularly, especially now that, you know, Walter uh-huh. Walter's with us and, you know, doing, doing full-time editing. Okay. Um, you know, the Good team needed to grow mm-hmm. to allow for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, you're, you know, that's a huge part, right? Like just that's, going yeah. out there and adding value to people, sharing with them um, that actually, like I look at this podcast as an asset, you know, yes. although it hasn't really been monetized directly at this point, it's, it's one of those things that it just takes the right opportunity, the right, you know, synergy between uh, my followers and myself. And, and then all of a sudden there you go. So um, this is how we are connected. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, network each other. huge, right? Yes. The indirect monetization is the network. Mm-hmm. And, that's that's and, what we And need. the people who, who I can call, you know, yeah. the people who I can connect with and, you know, pick their brain and they can pick mine. So I, I love that part of it. Yeah, so it's all about taking action. Yeah. I never thought like the way you started your podcast, we went with the so uh, yeah. uh, short videos on yeah. TikTok. Yeah. I'm not sure you are on TikTok or not, 
So, no, I avoid yeah. TikTok, but I mean, <laughs> I kind of want to like get my assistant on TikTok and okay. she can post all the videos. I just, I don't want to be on there. Yeah, so no, just on the other side for us, we have more than 100,000 followers on TikTok. See, that's, that's, that's critical. Like TikTok is such a lost opportunity. Yes. So yeah, I, that's something like I'm posting very perfect videos for TikTok on Instagram right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you just need to yeah. copy just it. Just got to add in that pl platform and do yeah. that too. So that's yeah. what we started. I started with the TikTok first, mm -hmm. like two years back, I started at that. Yeah time platform was picking up. As of now, we have more than 1 billion users. And you need to realize that out of that, 50% are from 18 to 24 year age group. Yeah, so you're getting them at the right age yes. where they're about to get into buying and investing. Like yes. they're, gonna, they're gonna be starting soon. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like, you know, Gary Vee approach, yeah. right? Value, 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 right? Give value yeah. to the people and they'll automatically come to you and they yeah, know, right? Sure. So yeah. this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. And it's a plus for us because I did everything hands-on. Mm -hmm. I know how the construction works, right? I have been doing behind the scenes. So all yeah. those things, it helps people. And even by, you know that, like by seeing this drywall, you know what is happening behind the scene. You don't yeah. have to tear it down. Sure. It's, yeah. These things comes with the experience, right? So that's what I try to do whenever I go to any project site, I create video out of it. It's like, you know, people want what is, they want educating, right? Think yeah. plus entertainment, Show right? Show them, bring them behind the scenes, yes. that, you know, and, and have personality about it and share with them. Yes. Yeah, like so that's, 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 that helped us actually. So our target was just to have short videos, 10 to 15 seconds video, because people like, they just want to do swipe, swipe, that's it. Yeah. So it's very uh, quick gratification. So just real quick. Quick yeah. Videos. So I always say we are in the pizza world. Pizza world, yeah. like we need quick food, quick gratification. That's yeah. what like, we need quick videos. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, so TikTok, is that the ideal length? Like yes. 15 seconds? Yeah. So it's like, you know, 10 to 15 seconds, you're done. Just That's deliver it? deliver your message. So what about people who are doing like the one minute reels too long? That's too long. Yeah. Because remember, like when reels came, it was only 15 seconds. Yeah, then and then it went to 30, 30 then 60. 60, right? So now, and now you can actually on Insta anyway, like everything's real. Even your videos are reels yes, now. Yeah. So, so it's all like because Insta changed the strategy after yeah. TikTok. They made it only video only platform. Yeah. So you need to adapt. Like the, the way you're doing videos, you need to be very consistent on them. Yeah. Oh, those yeah. carousels, those posts, it's outdated now. Yeah. Right? It's like all videos. People want to take the live Andrew talking there. Oh yeah, yeah. That's 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 what. That's just want. a lot of work. Yeah. yeah so so. We do have now, and it's it's actually a lot of work for Walter, but he does a great job. Okay. Uh, we had the reels of these these episodes. Okay. So, I mean, by the time this comes out, hopefully there's like a million on my wall. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, so those are definitely a start. And then I think the easier thing is just me talking. Yes. Like that's way less production than mm. the videos from this podcast. There's, uh, you know, three different cameras, two yes, different vocal yeah, tracks. So. Yeah, that And we came all time. the way and then yeah. talking here, right? Yeah. So that's... But I love it. I mean, the, the source content from this can be can be really utilized and, and admittedly like I could probably use two more media people to really get the, the full volume out of that yeah. yeah the repurposing of content because this episode could make for 100 small steps small videos right? yeah so that's just take those nuggets yeah. out of it and then now what we are doing is from small videos we're scaling on YouTube mm -hmm. that's a reverse way of yours right are you doing so, shorts as well on, on YouTube no no or shorts. long videos so what we are, like, yeah. definitely shorts were always there. Yeah. Shorts, YouTube shorts, right? We yeah. are on Reels, Facebook Reels, right? We are Instagram Reels. We are on TikTok. Yeah. And we are on LinkedIn. We are on Twitter everywhere, right? That's video videos. That's, that's but now awesome. we are scaling on YouTube also because people like the, once the audience is with you, you build your reputation, you have that trust and confidence. Yeah. They want to stick longer with you. So like, you know, the people who are listening to your podcast, obviously, obviously they want to enjoy that podcast. Mm -hmm. Now what we are doing, we're scaling on YouTube also. Yeah. Uh, we just started, it's like more than 1,000 followers. What's the goal have, with that? Is that to generate more clientele on the real estate side, like for the realtors? In a, like, so they'll come in, leads come into you and your team will do the work? Definitely. So yeah. that's the thing because our 100% business comes from social media. 
Yeah. Like I'm, I'm openly sharing, well, right? It's referrals a secret. too. Ref, obviously, yeah. once you Andrew is associated yeah. with me, right? Mm-hmm. Friends and family are all automatically associated, right? And yeah. then Andrew don't have to tell contact me. They'll say, can you go to this guy's Instagram? Yeah. Can you go to this guy's TikTok or YouTube? Yeah. And they already know. The so connection is already there. So people come to you there. and they already feel connected to you. Yes. They, See, that's that's worth so much. The power of social media, man. If I had understood that sooner. Yes. That's <laughs> I, I wish I'd read Gary Vee's Crushing It. <laughs> but I mean, I, that wasn't even a book then. But yeah. Crush It, the mm-hmm. original one. Yes. Like that would have, like, if I had read that back mm-hmm. in like, what was it, 2013 or whatever yes. he did. Man, would I have done things differently. I would have been documenting in 2015 when I started. Well, I, I technically started investing in 2012. I would have started that. Yes. So see now it's different. Yeah. But you're never late. You already have 3,000 yeah. followers on YouTube, and you can easily scale on yeah. short forms. You know. Yeah. The YouTube thing, like I've never really pushed to. Uh, it's odd because like the video quality now is it's never been this good, hmm. and YouTube is my my lowest consumption. But it's there, right? Like I think the biggest thing is that it's there for those who like the video format. Um, I'm not going to stop, and then of course I can repurpose it for yes. video elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So that that's helping us also, right? Yeah. So we are capturing those events. I was telling you, right? We went live, so there was a lot of people visiting us, and it's automatically yeah. on the YouTube. So you don't yeah. have to do any editing. Andrew is sitting with us, and that's it. Yeah. We capture this thought and just push it yeah. live, and then people do question and answers, and it's another way to do yeah. engagement because you need engagement, you need followers, and then you when you do value the people come back to you so that's uh that strategy right i i like this social discussion because this is so relevant to real estate investors and how they promote themselves there's a lot of people who are doing businesses surrounding real mm-hmm. estate that listen to this podcast a lot of realtors mortgage agents uh probably some appraisers and everything in between there um this is the type of thing that you do to build your business like yes. i i think of matt pichet and how like every investor he said he's ever had came through social media. Yes. Like the power of that to grow his business, uh, for any investor to grow your investor business, it comes with content. Yes. And um, another girl I had on here, Milena uh, Simsek, I'm hoping I'm saying that right. Uh, she does uh, a lot of really cool videos on Insta. And uh, now she, I was messaging her the other day and she's like, I'm going to do longer videos on YouTube. I'm like, interesting, why not shorts? Well. YouTube's like a Google search. If somebody's searching Windsor yes, real estate, yes. you want to have a video explaining Windsor real estate, not just a quick short. Mm-hmm. Like TikTok, people are expecting short, uh, but uh, you know Instagram somewhere in between, and then you know YouTube long form. Yeah, definitely. So, so what I feel is like you need to be consistent on all the platform. You yeah. like I have. Well, leads. if you want to optimize it, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I have leads coming from LinkedIn itself. So those people, they don't yeah. know what is TikTok. Like, you know, you are new to that. Yeah, they, they don't, don't do know that. what is Instagram. Yeah. They have seen us on LinkedIn. And but they, they keep coming back to LinkedIn and yeah, seeing they you there. Say, yeah. like, I saw your videos on LinkedIn. I was surprised. Okay, they see videos on LinkedIn also. So this yeah. means it's working, right? So Yeah, yeah. So this is how it is like we were able to do it. So uh, right now we have more than 50,000 Instagram, TikTok 100,000 on that. So that's all the business coming from there. We are scaling on YouTube and it's yeah. helping our family, family in the sense, all the other real estate agents. Yeah. Or they can scale uh, on real estate using, uh, sorry, on the social media using yeah. uh, this, these, all those platforms. Yeah. So we have those one-on-one uh, training. I think you you were there on Just Thakur's podcast, right? You were there, yeah. right? So he's doing social, right? So uh, mm-hmm. he was there on our event also. So we just do uh, networking and all those yeah. learn from each other, share, right? So this is how it happens. And this yeah. is, I never knew him. I never knew you, right? It's yeah, all social yeah, media. it connects people. You know yeah. what, Jazz is a, an interesting one. Um, the quality of his new podcast, like he keeps upping the game with his quality and, yes. and it's, it's a big production. Yes. Um, but it's next level. And, and I know like he even got Gary Vee on his show. Like that's yes. no, 
that's no small feat. So that, that was uh, really cool uh, to go back on his show. I was actually just on it. I mean, again, people watching this two months ago, go back. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's uh, really cool what he's done. So yeah, the, the, the content creators, I just think this conversation can't happen enough. The reach you have, and it's, I mean, it's free on, content, uh, on the actual platforms. What it costs you is the production, your production. time or the money to create it. And so in your case, What's your team look like that, that helps you build this content? Definitely. So we have uh, one dedicated editor on that and then one on the support. And then I do most of the thing. I'll come with the creative content. Yeah. Let's say now today the new inflation data came. Yeah. So we have inflation of and it's educating for me yeah. and plus educating plus entertainment for my viewers, right? Yeah, 8.1%, right? Yeah, yeah. It was 7.7%. Why it's high? Because gas price yeah. is still high year on yeah. year basis at 54.6%. Yeah. So everything is on your tips, right? So yeah. if somebody, you talk to someone on the data terms, they'll say, okay, this guy know what it is. Yeah. So all those contents and creativity, I mm -hmm. think, right. I consume the content, right. I like, even I, on the night, I'll just see what you're doing. I'll yeah. see, okay, what is Andrew is doing, right. Can I get something out yeah. of that and repurpose it? So, right. Yeah. Like take something that you learned and repurpose that. Right. Yes. I think that that's the biggest thing. And I learned that one a long time ago is, is take content that you've, you've learned something that you just learned and share it with people. Yes. Yeah, and so. Uh, so, yeah, you can read up a couple of articles. Now all of a sudden you've got what you need for a, uh, you know, short video on TikTok or, yes. or whatever. I mean, in 15 seconds, you don't have to say a whole lot. Yes. Yeah. But <laughs> hey, did you hear? Rachel but that's still an art yeah. to convey yeah. your message in 15 seconds and then convey it. Yeah. In a meaningful and educational yes, way, in 15 seconds. And plus people want entertainment. Yeah. It's edutainment, yeah. I always call it. Edutainment. Yeah, yeah, otherwise they say, okay, Andrew is so boring, I won't see him. If yeah. you don't have the engagement, nobody's come to, uh, yeah. coming to you, even you are saying whole lot ton of information. You got to hook them with something yes. that they want to know more about. Like, I don't know, like the audience, like, again, you're seeing it on TikTok. I'll have to check, check your TikTok out <laughs> and see how you're doing it because you have to appease that audience. What you would do for TikTok, clearly very different from what you would do for LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. LinkedIn would be more longer form or more article based. No, right now we are just pushing all those content to the same platform. The same? Right? So, yeah, same, right? So are, same you doing like, are, are you embedding your YouTube videos on LinkedIn? Is that how you're doing it? Or? Uh, no, YouTube, longer videos we're not embedding. YouTube is YouTube, longer videos yeah, just go don't, to don't YouTube, do that, right? But you're and doing your TikTok videos yes, on LinkedIn, LinkedIn as LinkedIn, well. right? Even on Twitter And also. those get reception on, on LinkedIn as well? Yes, that's what I told, like all people they're saying, oh, we saw your video on LinkedIn. See, mm -hmm. everybody no, need education plus entertainment as we already yeah. discussed. They, it's, even you are a professional, right? Corporate world, mm -hmm. you are already tired of, of your work. You need something what is happening in the world yeah. or how you can get knowledge in a quick manner. Yeah. So when you see those videos, this is the only way you can get it. Nobody want to read yeah. it. It's all old school. I love reading. Yeah. Maybe not the next generation. They don't want, they want what? Listen, maybe, right? Yeah. So that's the how the culture is changing. So we need to adapt. Oh, I agree. I mean, I, I think that you definitely got to, there's, there's some small tweaks from platform to platform, but I, I think video is certainly where it's at. Like yes. people, it's, it's all instant gratification, dopamine highs, yes. <laughs> which is totally not good for society, but yes. a different conversation. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> no, I, I know I, the, to answer that question is uh, for TikTok, we'll use the trending uh, music on the TikTok. Use trending music. Yeah, on, on the TikTok. TikTok, right? But Instagram uh, music will be different. No doubt the, uh, the uh, graphics and all those things will be same, yeah. but it'll be very, you know, a platform agnostic, uh, like on, yeah. on that front, definitely. Because if it's a flashy, flashy, you know, people on the TikTok, as I told you, right, the age group is totally different. Yeah. The, on the Facebook, I know Facebook Reels are doing amazing. Reels like, are doing amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah because, well, I'll, I'll share them between Insta and, and Facebook, yeah, so, so they're automatically uh, shared, right? So that's yeah. a, it's a plus for you, yeah. because the Facebook crowd is totally different. 
Very much so. Yes. It's so funny. I'm I'm starting to sound old as I talk about these things. Like, (laughs) those kids on TikTok. uh, (laughs) I mean, I'm like sitting here thinking about how I don't have to download that app on my phone and not just. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe I'll use the desktop version uh, (laughs) if that exists. It's very addictive. So even I yeah. don't use it, I yeah. just like, you know, I just push my right. Yeah, I don't want any of that. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to surfing that. Maybe like, your son will like it. So I, I know my clients coming to me, they say, okay, yeah. my son saw you on the TikTok video. Oh, he yeah. referred to, you know, this house that you were selling or buying, yeah, whatever. Right? That, that's interesting. So, no, you're, you're right. Opportunities absolutely everywhere. I love that. Like, and it seems like you really work hard. Like you're, you're, you're getting your hands into everything, uh, not afraid to pull up your sleeves, learn new things. And um, I love that. Like, there's so few people that really have that attitude about things, just willing to go in and just crush it out. Yeah, no, that's no good, right? What I felt is like, it's a family support you have and the right mindset and network. And plus you have a desire. So always desire to be on Andrew's podcast, but I never took that action. I thought I'm not good with my English, right? I won't be able to do those things live. I don't have anything Mm -hmm. to talk about. Now we can talk about social media maybe for next no yeah. 24 hours. We can do all those things. We probably right? could. I, yeah. <laughs> well, we talked about a little real estate, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And then this is the real estate adjacent part about how to grow your business. Yes. Yeah. So and, and anyone like I, I know a lot of people are like just starting a coaching program or they're thinking about coaching or they're just getting started and they want to know what do I do? Mm-hmm. Well, you start and then you share what you're doing yes. and then you get more money by doing that because yes. more people want to partner with mm-hmm. you. And uh, this is like directly relevant early on i did everything myself and then eventually that's just like okay that's not going to work i can't mm-hmm. keep doing yeah, that. yeah you can't scale yes you can't scale if you're mm-hmm. doing it all yourself so you've given me some ideas i'm going to be talking to uh, my assistant and getting her to no definitely so we'd love to yeah, be uh, you on a come, uh, come on our podcast yeah not a, basically live session and sure. then we can discuss more and we can help you on the social cool. media thing right so yeah very cool uh so tell me something that you're excited about right now real estate wise Real estate, obviously, uh, as we are talking about, we are educating people how you can build wealth, especially yeah. as a real estate agent. That's there, okay, right? Okay, so you're recruiting your realtors. Yeah, so, so we, the entrepreneurial aspect. Yeah, basically, yeah. right? Yeah. We are educating them how they can yeah. build their wealth. That's not building. Yeah. I have seen people, they did a 5 million deal. They were happy with the, like, you know, 100,000 commission and they are, they are done. Yeah. And then that 5 million went into 50 million. Because we bought land, we yeah. bought somebody from a real estate agent, right? Somebody we helped us. So yeah. they don't know, they, they need to build something for their family, for their generation also. Yeah. They, on that, we are doing the educating on the real estate. And obviously my target is to have like a maximum real estate agent on our team that yeah. we want to scale. Because what I felt is traditional brokerages, like all those brick and mortar, they're losing their shine. Nobody's educating them on that, right? It's like, yeah. it's just a bulk recruiting. You come, come, right? And you do your business by yourself. Mm-hmm. Nobody's educating you. Nobody, you know, giving you industry experience. Yeah. That's what people is lacking. But right? the new people, I mean, how can they educate anybody? They're new. You know what I mean? Like, what what do you recommend for a brand new realtor who's not even an investor yet coming down to your team? So the first, uh, the first thing is they need to be good with the networking, right? Because we are in a people yeah. business. They need to touch yeah. at least four or five people. Because if Andrew is a real estate agent yeah. or is a mortgage broker, I don't know. He's a secret yeah, to so me. So you're just networking a lot. Yes. And then you start doing business. Then you start sharing. Definitely. So yeah. I feel initially it's not about business. It's not about your yeah. split, what fee you're paying. It's not yeah. about that. It's about learning because throughout yeah. your career, right? I always take Andrew's example. Throughout your career, like 30, 40 years, you'll be doing podcasts, right? Yeah. You'll be learning, right? How to do, do podcasts, how you do real estate. If you are able to pay yeah. the fees, those are okay. Even you for a first year, you didn't do any deal. That's fine. But you mm. learn the process, how the real estate yeah. work. So that's that's important for the the first new it's i think they need a good association they need to be part of a team that's yeah. what i feel because if you are under some somebody's guidance definitely you'll get a lot of things to learn from and then you could improvise 
that's yeah. like it's like a teaching mechanism you go to you know lk jk whatever sk right mm. uh, you went to 10th you did your university then only you qualified for a mortgage or cpa yeah. or whatever you did but if you're getting 3 yeah. months license and then on the day one you say okay oh, i yeah, can make so like, much commission how that can happen right well thing i think i think most people in this audience get that yes, like yeah. you know if you're going to go learn something new like early on give up more split to learn yes. from experts yes. so they can teach you to be an expert yes. and then you don't need to do the, yes, the high split. Uh, so yeah, I think a, a lot of people especially who've been around this industry a while get that. I mean mm-hmm. early on I probably wouldn't have wouldn't have because you know I graduated business school I think I know everything. Yes. As has as with every student, you know, yes. they graduate and they think they know everything. Slowly learn that they don't know anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then they have to learn everything all over again. Yeah. Uh so I mean just my take, but uh yeah, so I think a lot of people are on the same page as that. Now as far as projects that you're working on So the I guess the big one is the skyscraper you're about to build. Yeah, the, so that's uh, the plan. Right? Ten, ten story, right? Ten story, right? And obviously, yeah. mid rise. We'll call it a mid rise. Yeah, mid rise, right? Yeah. And obviously, we did lo- a lot of uh, I think double digit flips. We did it's with all the investors last year. We were really busy with the investors. Doing a lot of flips. What's the typical size of flip? Flip uh, size on the pricing th- side, right? So around uh, no number of units. Like what you're buying a house or you're buying a, a triplex or like what are you buying? So and it's what are you all selling? traditional residential. So yeah. taking the property, single families. Which, yeah, single family, and de- adding value yeah. to that, doing make it legal duplexes. Okay, so, so you're converting duplexes. Yeah, so converted in doing, Brampton or we were in Brampton, Mississauga, right? We did in London also. We did in Kitchener. Okay. Right? So the but the focus was more on the GTA. We don't want to do that right now. We have still happening in Saint Catherine. We have uh, okay. that's under renovation and Mississauga. That's already there. Okay. But what I felt is like it's it's good for initial phase. We did like lot of you know flippings and all those things because what I felt that's a way to build wealth, quick wealth. Yeah. Basically, you need lot of money for those big projects. Yeah. So that helped us. But now the plan is to do big. Yeah, because the same contractors, same investment, same time is required right. on the bigger yeah. project. Why not focus on one? Right. Well, I, I heard somebody say it's just as easy to to negotiate a a multi million dollar sale as it is to negotiate a single family, right? Yeah, two hundred dollar sale. Yeah, you know, so. like the same the same details go into each. Same. Yeah, you, know, you still got to compel somebody to want to buy. So, yes. so why not do big? Yes. Yeah, and I, I think that you're onto something with that. Um, it's obviously got to be done diligently. Yes, it takes time, right? So yeah. you learn, you fall, you do get experience as you go. Yeah. And definitely, if you have good mindset of people around you, good right investors with yeah. you, and then I think nobody can uh, stop you. It's like yeah. it's, if you you know the how to go there, you have your goal set up. That's yeah. what I do, right? Even like I have my vision board, right? Ready okay. when I get off from my bedroom, I know. Eleven Andrew Hines podcast was there. Going on one networking <laughs> event, it's there, right? Per month, yeah. I should be there, right? I need yeah. those hundred agents this year. It's already there. How long have I been on your vision board? Two years back. Two years. <laughs> I was on somebody's vision board. See, I just so wouldn't have thought that. It takes that. time, right? Yeah. I need to be on a podcast. And now yeah. I'm there, right? It builds my confidence. I know I took that action, so it's yeah. easy and smooth. Andrew is a normal person. I can talk to him. He's very yeah. nice. He greeted me well, right? So this yeah. is how it is, and it's a normal conversation we are doing with any investor or anybody mm-hmm. or any friend. So yeah, that's for sure. It yeah, it's just people and people at yeah, the end so of the day. So cool. And uh, so where do we send people? You you won't be hard to find, but uh, where where do we send people to follow so you? So it's better to be on uh, TikTok, Instagram. They can follow us, right? We are on yeah. Facebook, YouTube. Definitely, we are yeah. scaling on that. So that's there, right? You, they can find us. Tacy Real Estate. That's my name, last name. Tacy Real Estate. And then they can message us. Tacy Real Estate. Yeah, that's okay. the best way, right? Yeah. If you can mention those links and the. Uh, yeah, I think you would have sent that over yes. to Jane, so I'll, I'll get that. That'll be good, right? Notes. So that's. Yeah. I think Instagram is better to build that yeah. connection, right? To have like conversation starting. 
Yeah. So that's that's the best way to do Perfect. it. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll share those links and uh, anything you wanted to share before we wrap up. Words of wisdom. <laughs> current climate what uh, what people should be doing right now if they're in so, investors uh, so it's what i felt is like just take action yeah forget about what media is saying where interest rate is going nobody's care yeah. housing is still going to stay it will be north america i'd say canada right it's always be there even politicians they just change yeah so it's all about taking that action and yeah. working with the right network and it's getting knowledgeable every day yeah. with getting up with some ambition right some energy yeah. every day what you want to achieve today yeah. That's really important, right? So, and obviously that happens with a growth mindset. Yeah. So every day you are so you scaling. You got that no, growth mindset. Yeah. And I can't compare the success of Andrew's podcast yeah. with my podcast. It's like mm -hmm. you can't compare any, anybody, right? So just yeah. learn from them and improvise. That's what I would say. Yeah, 100%. And I think winner's mindset's big. You know, are, are you playing on offense or are you playing on defense? Yes, that's... Um, and I think that a lot of people are on defense lately. And, you know, hopefully they'll snap out of it because there's lots of opportunity. There's lots of ways to win. Yes. We just got to change and adapt. But we can we can definitely do that definitely. if we're paying the strategy attention. Strategy changes, right? Yeah, you You're still got to pay selling, attention. You're buying, uh, renting it out, right? So Sure, but I mean, now, like, there's going to be some really good buying deals yes, now. Yeah. Like, so the key is fundamentals by sticking to your fundamentals and yes. and it doesn't matter what happens to values. So as I always yeah. say in the video, long term, it will be like this, right? It'll yeah, yeah, go. it's a yo-yo <laughs> on an escalator, right? So it's going up as it's going yes, up and down. Yeah, so. Yeah, so. Cool. Well, I really appreciate the chat. Thanks for reaching out and coming on the show. And uh, I guess we'll connect and I'll go on your uh, your live. Okay. Thank you, Andrew, right. and giving me an opportunity. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Please make sure to share this episode far and wide. Help it help more people. I really appreciate you tuning in. I'll see you on the next one. Okay.